The following show contains spoilers for Deadpool 2 Electric Boogaloo. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. <coughs> Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and today I'm joined by the winner of last year's Deadpool. It's Chris. The winner? Oh, Deadpool, right, yes. The bet's one who dies first or who kills who. Something like that, is it? I don't know. That Deadpool is? It was some sort of bet thing, wasn't it? Yeah. But I believe his full name is Captain Deadpool. Captain Major. Captain Major Reynolds Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Deadpool 2, Chris. The comedy sequel, action film, fourth wall breaking, kick you in the ball sequel to 2016's Deadpool film, starring Ryan Reynolds, the the same actor from the first Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Josh Broland and a whole bunch of other people that we'll get into in a bit. But yeah, Deadpool 2. Let's just get straight into it, Chris. What did you think of the film? I liked it. It had gore. It had violence. It had humour. There was a nicer theme of family running throughout the film, and I thoroughly enjoyed everything. I thought Josh Brolin as Cable was very good. Can't think of any faults with it off the top of my head. No? There's probably some, because I can see you looking, <laughs> you, so, but uh, I can't think of any at the moment. Well, they're not faults, per se. Uh, yeah, Deadpool 2 is a, it's essentially a comedy sequel, and traditionally, comedy sequels aren't brilliant, because they tend to recycle the same jokes and go bigger with them jokes and push it too far sometimes. The example I'm thinking of is like Hangover 2. It's essentially the same as the first Hangover, but with a slightly bigger budget and more like gross-out humour and, you know, pushing the boundaries, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 2 could have very easily fallen into that trap. And there are some jokes which are... The same from the first one, but ramped up a little bit more. But overall, the bigger budget, the bigger cast, is all handled really well in the sequel. And yeah, like you, I enjoyed it. Cable's Josh Brolin's Cable is a good addition. Domino is pretty damn good in this film as well. She's a really good addition to the film. Was it better than the first one, though, is the question that... Is on my lips and probably yeah. yours. I think I, I probably enjoyed it more than the first one. Not by a long shot. Not like by going, oh, my, the first one was okay. This one was absolutely brilliant. It's going to win a Nobel Prize for whatever. But For comedy. A Nobel for comedy, Prize yeah. for <laughs> But for I comedy. certainly I enjoyed it just as much, if not a little bit more than the first one. And I think a lot of that, the bigger budget helped. Yeah, it the did. The action scenes. More locations. More things to do. Yeah, because with the first one, because the budget was so small, they had to stretch out the the big action sequence, the bridge, the scene on the bridge. They had to stretch that out and and spread it out so you got a, a nice bit of action throughout. That was definitely necessary because I reckon if you watch that film... In, in chronological order. It would be a lot of heavy, oh no, I'm dying of cancer at the start. And then there's a lot of setup in that film which they, they wisely chopped up and and kind of did it in the non-chronological order there's a little bit of that in in this film but the not a great deal yeah. it, that's that's taken out quite quickly yeah yeah and, and they get you up to speed pretty rapidly yeah the action is a lot i don't want to say a lot better but it's more cinematic uh given that it's by one of the guys that did john wick yeah the the it was the director who done john wick wasn't it i think one of them i'm not sure so the original director 
because uh, I got confused because there's a guy called TJ Miller who plays Weasel. Yes. And then the director from the first Deadpool is also called his last name is Miller. I think Tim Miller. I think. But he done the first film and he started on the second one, but had a fallout of Ryan Reynolds over creative, creative differences. differences. Yes. Yeah. And so he left, and then I think they brought the John Wick guy in. Then I think he wanted to keep it a smaller budget he said he wanted more stylized whereas reynolds wanted more over the top comedic gore and i think that worked yeah i am i mean i don't know what we would have gotten instead but i like the film that we got anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. and the gore wasn't it wasn't gore for gore's sake was it it wasn't like someone's eye was hanging out and they were like swinging around going oh i can't see like oh they should have done that, <laughs> that would have been a great <laughs> deadpool bit it's not like that but um, it's good for what it is. Yeah, the action's definitely more cinematic. And yeah, that slow-mo bit at the beginning where he's chasing those that guy, that gangster through the warehouse and Deadpool's... Like, he's got a chainsaw and there's a guy on fire. <laughs> that bit's really good. I could re-watch that again and, you know, pick out all the, all the bits that are happening in the background. That was yeah. real fun. Saying that, though, that it's real fun... Oh, my God. There is some Don't emotion- criticise it. <laughs> no, I'm not. There is some emotional weight in this film and that also comes from the first one as well because the emotional moment where you find out ryan reynolds has got cancer and he's gonna die and there's that whole torture scene as well so it gets dark and grim and isn't afraid to you know poke you in the heart chris there that's my arm right Get off there. Me. what are you doing <laughs> right there in the fields and this one does the same thing as well i don't think there was that much emotional weight behind you're, you're referring to the death of a certain character. V- Vanessa, you can you say it. Vanessa. But I was thinking, as soon as she died, I was like, well, there's a guy in this film we can time travel, so I'm not <laughs> overly concerned about this death. And I was correct. Yeah. I mean, that was the heart of the film, and they do that whole, I'm going to heaven thing. Those scenes were good, but are you familiar with the trope, uh, the girlfriend in the fridge? What are you talking about? <laughs> It's a writing trope, right? Where the writers give the the main character, the protagonist, usually a male, a girlfriend that they then kill off in order to give the protagonist a reason to get out of bed and kick some shit. Right. In John Wick, it's a dog, which fuck me, I would go ape shit. <laughs> Have you watched John Wick yet? The yeah, first one. Yeah. Oh, good. Speaking of a dog, <laughs> oh. right on cue, the podcast dog comes to interfere with proceedings. Oh no, he's tangled <laughs> in the cables. It's okay. Podcast dog came to say hello, and now he's he's disappeared. We don't have to shoot him. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. Yeah. So there's that moment. The term uh, "girlfriend in the fridge" comes from a Green Lantern comic where a a Green Lantern villain called Mega Force or Major Force, sorry, kills the Green Lantern's girlfriend and puts him in a fridge. So. Yeah, kills, that was kills his girlfriend and puts him in the fridge. Pitch, no, puts the the remains of the girlfriend in the fridge. In the fridge, he doesn't right? Kill her, and then he jumps out of the fridge and goes surprise. Well, I don't know. He's confused. I thought you meant he killed her and then put Green no. Lantern in the fridge and was like, <laughs> "Escapeless Lantern." No, that's that's the kind of trope. I didn't like that because um, the actress that plays Vanessa is really good, and she's a good part of the the first one. She brings a lot of well, comedy to it. Maybe she had scheduling conflicts, and she had other things she had to do. She came back for the dream stuff, so... Yeah, but they probably shot all that in a day. In fact, I reckon all of her scenes were done in a day. The start, the dream scenes, and her little resurrection scene at the end. It'd be pushing it, but whatever. Right, you get up at 6am, yeah. you've done by like two. They Are you s- going to get up at six? Well, no, I'd, I'd, no, yeah, I'd get so up at midnight <laughs> and stay up till six. 
that's not the same. So that bit was a little not great. I don't want to say lazy, but it it wasn't brilliant. But once you get past that, it's fine. And then the ending it kind of negates it anyway. But yeah, never mind. Best action scene, Chris. Best action scene. There is a right answer. I don't believe there is a right answer. <laughs> Why is there a right Opinions answer? Opinions are subjective. Okay, is it the prison scene where Cable breaks in to try and kill... No. <laughs> All right, what is it? That's a good scene. No, my favourite one is the truck heist. Right, okay, yeah, well, there. And the whole dies. X-Force prelude, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is kind of like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, where Deadpool gets together a, a team. You've probably seen the, the trailers. If, why are you listening to this if you've not seen it? I, I got angry with... Oh, yeah, okay, just, it's all right, <laughs> just chill. Perhaps they should want to listen to a bit before they go. Well, don't. Uh, Deadpool gets a, a team together, and um, it's it's a whole bunch of people. Bedlam, Terry Crews, an alien, an invisible man, a random guy off the street, Domino. It's a, it's a whole bunch, and then they kind of get yeah. picked off after a parachute uh, drop-in goes horribly wrong. I mean, they could have just driven. I don't know why he had to jump. <laughs> But, yeah, they all get picked off kind of Tucker and Dale versus Evil style in horrible accidents as they land. Yeah. Terry Crews gets hit by a bus. <laughs> I reckon in real life, Terry Crews could probably survive that. He would, wouldn't he? He'd tip the bus over. Yeah. He's a big dude. Um, one of the, the alien star Gets blown burst? off into the... <laughs> um, not Starburst. Not Starburst, that's sweet. <laughs> gets blown into a helicopter blade. Yeah, and gets splattered. Uh, the Vanisher, also known as Brad Pitt. Yeah, that caught. was a fun cameo. I know why he's in that cameo. Why? He was originally considered for Cable, but then he pulled out of it because it was taking too long. Oh, okay. So he had this little cameo thing instead. That's fine. But we yeah. could have we could have had Brad Pitt as Cable. Nah, Josh Brolin does it better. He's got the more gruff. I don't think Brad Pitt could pull off gruff future he, man. He's not old enough, is he? I th- he's old enough, definitely, but I don't think but he But Brolin could. looks more war-torn. Yeah, Brolin's, Old. Brolin's seen some shit. You look into his eyes. <laughs> I think there's a man that's been in the Goonies. Been in the Goonies? Was he in the Goonies? Yeah. Never seen that film. You should. It's great. It's about kids looking for treasure. Yeah. Sounds boring. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's really fun. That's what everyone says, but I don't believe anyone. Believe me, Chris. Okay. Look at me with those trusting eyes. I also thought Will Wheaton was in the Goonies. Turns out he's not. It was Stand By Me I was thinking about. Yeah. D- different films. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, Cable, uh, Josh Brolin, yeah, I think he does a better Cable than Brad Pitt. Okay. Would do. It's better. Domino, she's a really integral part of that giant action scene. She just has luck. Yeah. (laughs) I like that Deadpool, first of all, doesn't believe that she's got a superpower. But, yeah, he's willing to take Peter on in the team. Just a guy with a moustache. Because he has a moustache. Yeah. Yeah, I fully support Deadpool's decision. (laughs) He's the only one that stuck that landing, apart from Deadpool and Domino. Mm. He's got some skills, although he does pay for it a little later on. That's okay, that gets rectified. Yeah, with time travel and shit. Yeah, Deadpool's basically done what's going to happen to the Avengers Infinity Wars Part 2. Stolen Cable's time travel device and gone back and saved everyone. No, just stole the time stone and gone back and saved everyone. (laughs) No, Domino, we were talking about Domino. Domino, yeah. Yeah. Deadpool doesn't believe that she's got powers, and yet she just walks through that whole action scene. It's really good how they used it, that wow. sort of power, and demonstrated it and set things up using her luck and stuff. Deadpool says it's not very cinematic, but it's pretty cinematic. Yeah, because, well, they had to cause all those accidents for it to show off, otherwise she, 
it would just be her walking down the street, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and then she would find like a, no, a $10 note on the floor and she'd get a free hot dog. Would you like that luck power? Yes. Would yes, you, I would. Would you use it for good or evil? Well, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. I'd be going down to our local shop to collect a lottery ticket and a scratch card. One lotto ticket, one scratch card. and uh, Just the one? You wouldn't get all of them? Oh, what, what? There's no need. It's just being greedy, <laughs> is there? And then once I went big on those two, I would then um, commission something to be a built. A statue of yourself. Yeah. Is that how that power works, though? I don't... I don't know how Because she can't works. really aim it. She doesn't know what's going to happen. She's not like, if I walk into this building, then I'll... I'll be fine and an air conditioning thing won't land on me. It's just things happen that benefit her, but not... She I would control. learn to control it. I don't think you so control the forces of chance and statistics. Well, I don't know. She influences them. Why not control? Although she does call it. We need some kind of bus to get these kids off and then... Boom. Yeah. There's a, there's a bus. But it's not a bus in the way she wanted it. She wanted a bus to drive them out of there. Yeah. That's it's also a... not a bus in the way that she meant it. No, but it was still a bus. And there was a big surprise appearance. I didn't know Juggernaut was going to be in this film. I'm assuming... Surprise! Surpri- Did you know Juggernaut was going to be in this film? I heard whispers. I didn't think it was confirmed, but... All right. Yeah, I... the villains of this piece. So J- Juggernaut's the, the muscle. He's the guy that you have to fight. And then the the kid, Fire Fist, is the... He's not really a villain. He's more of an antagonist. So Cable comes back from the future because Fire Fist has killed his family. So he wants sweet revenge. So he's going to come back, kill the kid, Terminator style. But the kid and Deadpool are in prison after Deadpool tried and failed his initiation into the X-Men, which, <laughs> which was pretty fun. We got a little cameo from the younger X-Men shutting the door. Yeah. I and wanting to be part of these shenanigans. How many of them did you spot? I saw Beast and Quicksilver before the screen changed. Yeah, it was very quick. Xavier was in there. Which one? McAvoy. They, McAvoy. they were all the young ones. So I was reading about this because it was saying this would place Deadpool 2 somewhere between the 70s and the 80s. It's not though, is it? Cause there's no, like because there's iPhones and modern exactly. jokes so and shit. So. They said uh, with Deadpool they don't care about the timeline. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. The X-Men timeline is fucked anyway, so they've stepped on their own continuity so many times it doesn't matter. And it's it's fun to poke fun at that, especially at the end scene where Deadpool gets the time travel thing and like, I'm cleaning up the timeline. <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, Deadpool goes to the icebox, which is a mutant prison, and he has this um, collar on him which negates his mutant abilities. Yeah. And without his healing factor, his cancer's coming back and he's eventually going to die. He uh, seems content at this point. Though. He's like, I'm just going to accept this and yeah, just get on with it. Yeah, because his lady's been murdered. He's got his revenge and there's not much for him to do. I was thinking, though, had he died of cancer and they took his body and they removed the collar, his healing process probably would have just started back up and he would have brought back to life anyway. See, I would have thought that, but I think once he's dead, he's dead because he... Shock. <laughs> he points this out at the beginning of the film. He dies in this one. Uh, he gets shot in like a sacrifice moment. He puts the collar on and goes, hey, fire fist. This is, we're skipping way ahead to the end. I know. Uh, you said right at the beginning, you've jumped yeah. right to the very end scene. <laughs> he, he jumps in front of a bullet that Cable shoots at um, fire fist. Cable said, made a deal with Deadpool. Hey, you can talk him down. You've got 30 seconds to try and talk him down. But if he... If you don't talk him down and you don't turn him to the side of good, then I I will shoot this kid in the face. (laughs) So Cable goes for the kill shot. 
Deadpool puts the collar on, uh, jumps in front of it, dies, and the kid's like, oh no, you made the ultimate sacrifice for me. And there's a really drawn out scene of Deadpool milking his death. <laughs> and well, of everyone, course he's going to do that. And everyone kind of, oh no, sad, and then rolling their eyes. And, and he dies. He goes to heaven. He's definitely dead. And then Cable gets second thoughts and goes, oh, okay, it worked out. I'm going to use my one last time travel to go back in time. We'll do the whole action sequence again, but I'll place a, a coin in where I shoot Deadpool. And it will still make it look like he did the sacrifice, but he won't actually die. So I think taking the collar off at the point he goes to heaven, I think he's dead and he's not coming back from that. He would have uh, healed and been fine. You've just ruined the entire emotional heart of the film, Chris. But it, it probably is a thing that people will point out. Yeah. Just take the collar off. Thanks, Chris, for being that guy on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> More of the plot. They get, get sent to prison, Cable breaks in and tries to kill the kid. Um, where There's also some foreshadowing that Juggernaut's in prison. Well, I still didn't know who it was Juggernaut when they were saying, oh, there's a big tough guy, he's kept in this special section. Who so did you think? Would you? I don't know. I was really Juggernaut did not cross my mind. None of the characters from the X Men universe. I was like, "Who the hell is this? It must be Godzilla or something." <laughs> but what I about really, I Mammoth? Didn't. I don't know who that is. It's an X Men that's basically a, an elephant man, like proper d- trunk oh. tusks. No, I didn't know who that was. Okay, it's no. probably a good thing that they didn't. Do <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was, you know, I had no idea at all who it's going to be, and then. Like when the door opened, you hear Juggernaut speak, and I was like, "I still don't know who this is." Sorry, time to come the out. Helmet, was, not, uh, yeah, when I saw the helmet, ah. I was like, "Ah, Juggernaut!" Right? Okay, it makes sense now. Juggy baby. Somebody, uh, somebody I spoke to was saying they watched a trailer breakdown, and apparently, when they're showing a scene from the film when they're on the the convoy, and if you slow it down frame by frame, you can see a thermal camera that's pointing at Juggernauts, and there's a screen, and you can see a thermal image of Juggernaut in his cell. Okay. So That's it's a detail a, that we don't get into. Yeah, I know. So I was talking to somebody about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I knew, I've not seen it, but I know Juggernaut's in it because of this. Yeah. Like, oh, f- oh, fair enough. So we ruined it for you. Oh, no. Or was this after? After, yeah, okay, after, yeah. yeah. Did you ruin it by confirming it? I may have done. <laughs> you shattered that poor guy's dreams. Oh, he knew it was going to be in there sort of anyway. You didn't have to confirm it, though. That was fun. Juggernaut's fun, in it? Yeah. He looked okay for a giant CG man. He did. Who was playing him? It wasn't Vinny Jones in, was it? No. And I'm also surprised that they didn't reference the I'm the juggernaut, bitch line. That would have been fun. <laughs> Everybody loves that line. Do they? I don't think no. so. Yeah, he looked good for a giant CG man. Uh, so did Colossus as well. He looked good and he got a, a chunkier. I watched part of the first Deadpool film the other day. They've changed Colossus. He's not as um shiny wide. Oh. Like muscle-wise, he's more slim-lined. Fair enough. When he's got his arms crossed in this, you compare him to him, his arms crossed in the first one, he's like, his shoulders and arms are just like huge. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's more uh, thinner. Yeah. I Maybe they wanted to that. make him a bit more realistic or toned down or something. Yeah. I but, mean, uh, I didn't... I thought he was less shiny. I think he was more matte than chrome in this one. Yeah, he was. He's not washed for a bit. Maybe he's polished, using a different polish. Possibly. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is back in this as well. I don't think she had as much screen time as this one. She might have done, but it didn't feel like she did as much as the first one. 
Yeah, her and Colossus sort of got pushed to the background a little bit. Well, I felt Colossus had more screen time than... Well, he definitely had more screen time than what she did. Colossus had a bigger arc than he did in the first one. There was yeah. a kind of, Ah, oh, Deadpool, you're such a loose cannon. Now you're going to prison. And then kick a guy in a dick is, is, okay. is fun. Especially when the guy's bigger than me. Yes. And has ripped Deadpool in half. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah. The whole uh, basic instinct. We're jumping around. I'm so sorry. But yeah, Juggernaut... <laughs> What, should we finish? Yeah, Juggernaut rips Deadpool in half. While uh, Deadpool's having a fanboy moment, because he's like, oh my god, you're my favourite X-Men. Oh, I love everything about you. Yeah, and Juggernaut, he's, he's, quite, he's racked up quite an impressive resume in the comics. Beaten up the Hulk a few times. He's beaten up Wolverine. I think he's ripped Wolverine in half at some point. I think that's... Oh dear. Yeah, I think he does that sometimes. Okay, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes he's all about that. He's also Professor X's half-brother in the comics. That's also briefly mentioned in... In this film, there was a mention, wasn't it, about, yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't know about, so I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Because we drop in on a conversation between him and Firefist, and he's like, he's in a wheelchair now, so that kind of negates it. And he explains the helmet why he's wearing that as, as well, yeah. He's pretty... What well, he's wearing it to stop Charles from getting yeah, in his head. Yeah. Otherwise, if Charles gets in Juggernaut's head, then a hundred and whatever pound man on your side, and you just use him all the time, wouldn't you? Yeah, I suppose. No need for the fucking X-Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Juggernaut. You can control in him. Yeah. So that, that was fun. Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, they were kind of substituted for... Cable and Domino. Which I didn't mind too much. No, I, yeah. I, was, I was okay. I'm, I enjoy his characters. I didn't know who that new character was they put in. Uh... Yukio? Yeah. Well, she's a, is she a mutant as well then? Yeah. I didn't see any mutant powers. I just saw an electric whip. Maybe she can make whips electric. That's a good power. <laughs> whips only. Nothing else. <laughs> That's still a good power. A I know how to use nope. that. Nope. <laughs> Must be whips. It Must only be leather whips. Yeah. Actually, I think it was a chain she was using. I don't know. She electrocuted somebody. It happened it. once, but no, that that whole fight with taking down Juggernaut was fun. Uh, he's still alive, though. At the very end, you see him. Was that shot just showing him still being electrocuted? Or was it him trying to climb out the he, pool? He was. He was climbing out of that pool. So he'll be in the uh, in a sequel. In a sequel, that'd be fun. Although I was, I did read a thing from Ryan Reynolds saying he's afraid there won't be a Deadpool three because all the producers want to focus more on the Team X. Yeah, the X Force. X Force, not Team, Team X. X. Team X, uh, yes. The X stands for xylophone. <laughs> xylophone. Team xylophone. But yeah, they want to focus more on X Force than Deadpool's as solo character. Yeah, well, Deadpool would probably be in that. Yeah, X, but X-Force he wouldn't be team. the focus. Ascent, yeah, which would yeah. make me sad. I mean, some some people find Deadpool annoying. Well, those like people in the comics. Can get lost. <laughs> In the comics, he, they do a lot to kind of humanise him in the films with the, the tragic backstory and stuff like that. But yeah, there's a lot happening with Fox at the moment with the possible merger of that and Disney. So yeah, Deadpool's kind of up in the air. Do they keep him as a standalone character? Do they fold him into the MCU? I've what read they that do? the Marvel CEO wants him in the MCU, but they will continue to make his films R-rated so long as they can get out enough warning before they start making the film to let everybody know that this will be an r-rated film so you're not going to take your kid to see deadpool thinking oh yeah it's another mcu film and deadpool's there like i don't know kicking somebody's decapitated head around give the cinema some credit they're not going to let you take in a a five-year-old to 
No. <laughs> they, they, they'd stop you at the gate, wouldn't they? They wouldn't. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, just chill. And also, Deadpool's enough of a, a name that people will know. Hey, not let's do not yeah. do that. I think at one point they tried to shill Deadpool as a uh, rom-com. Well, have you seen the write-up for this Deadpool 2? It's about Deadpool working in a, a Michelin star restaurant, but not being able to make the certain dish. So he has to go on this like adventure to explore food and stuff around France and Europe. That's Ratatouille. Ratatouille shit. <laughs> I like Ratatouille. Ratatouille sucks and it's terrible. How dare you? I dare. The future of Deadpool is kind of up in the air. And the best situation is that they keep, well, they're going to keep Ryan Reynolds because I don't think anyone else could play. No, they're going to recast him. Either. Deadpool. That'd be yeah. suicide. So the best scenario is that they keep Deadpool in the MCU. They're not going to change him. And whether they fold him into the other movies is up to them so mm. yeah let's not speculate on that chris how did you feel about all the hugh jackman slash wolverine references they're probably the same amount in in the other one as, as in the other film so yeah they okay. were fine it was fun because deadpool said that hugh jackman's dead not in yeah. real life well he's more annoyed isn't he? he's like this guy fucking killing himself trying to make it all sad well i can do the same thing yeah trying to one-up him so yeah that was fun anything yes. else to add or would you like to wrap up this reviewy part no nothing just it was a bloody good show and i would thoroughly recommend everybody to see it you've gone too british i don't like <laughs> it chap chap bloody hell johnny rogers and what ho what or don't watch old chum <laughs> me old mucker <laughs> you take the teapot for a spin and you watch the bloody film Oh, and pirate! That one, yeah, that wasn't British. That was pirate. (laughs) I would highly recommend you watch it. Yeah, give it a watch. It's a bigger sequel, more action. If you like that, more heart in it as well. I'd say a wibbly start, but it it makes up for it at the end. A wibbly start. A wibbly start with the girl in the fridge. I didn't feel like I was wibbly. I a tiny bit, but the cinematography makes up for it. It's interesting to look at, Chris. As far as survival goes... How the fuck are you going to survive this? <laughs> Unless you're Deadpool, you're not. I was going to say this film takes a massive shit on us because of the end credit scene, which I think we're going to have to talk about in detail. Deadpool sacrifices himself. Cable thinks that his time-travelling doodad has been uh, depleted. Cut to the end credit scene, which is midway through. Don't stay till the end. Because there is nothing. Because <laughs> there's nothing direct. There's a, like, a, holy shit, it's the juggernaut. Oh, like opera song that was a terrible rendition of it but stay to that um bless the poor cinema attendant at the end that had to say it's nothing at the end guys <laughs> and the whole cinema just went oh that'd be great at the very end deadpool should have been like i thought you i bet you was expecting a scene bye <laughs> and something yeah. like that yeah well, they kind of did that in the last one with the and they should have done it this time day off after credit scene but no yeah end credit sequence talk us through it so megasonic fixes cable's time machine Gives it to Deadpool, and Deadpool goes back to uh, correct or fix the timeline, I forget what he says. Kills himself in X-Men Origins. Yeah. Again, kills himself with the script of Green Lantern. I think that's actual Ryan Reynolds actor. <laughs> and and how does that work? Because the Ryan Reynolds wouldn't exist. Is it Dimensional Jumper as well? I don't know, it's Deadpool. We're thinking this through way too I much. I know. And, but, and then he, for a scene that's just meant to be a fun joke. Saves Vanessa. What else does he do? Do anything else? Or was it just those three bits? There's got to be something else that he does. Probably, but I don't remember what. No. Saves Vanessa. Kills Ryan Reynolds. Kills, kills Ryan Reynolds again. Kills kills Ryan Reynolds twice. He does, yeah. Yeah. There was no Stan Lee cameo in this either, I've just realised. No. Was there what? a picture of Stan Lee? 
I don't know. He was in the first step, wasn't he? He yeah. was the uh, the DJ. Yeah. Don't know. There might have been a picture of him up on the pinboard. Um, oh, he saves Pete. Oh yes, he saves he saves most of the X Force, doesn't he? Just Pete. We only see him save Pete because what happens is, what's his name? Not Scarsgard from it. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, in the I'm, film, I'm fishing. I don't know, name. but he spits what's venom. His real name? Bill. Bill Scarsgard. I think yeah. Thing. I think I'm not sure. Okay. Bill, <laughs> uh, he doesn't stick the landing like Pete does, and he ends up getting stuck in a grinder, a, a mashed wood chipper. Yeah, wood chipper. He his legs stuck in it. Pete comes over, tries to pull him out, but in his pain, the scars guard, uh, the scars guard. Gets, starts spitting out uh, acidic acid, which melts off poor Pete's arm and also kills him because it's in the chest. And then Bill gets sucked into the wood chipper and, and dies. Yeah, Deadpool uses the time thing to save. Pete and just goes, hey Pete, just run. So at this point, I'm guessing Bill's already landed in the, the yeah. wood chipper. Just walk away, Pete. Yeah. Just walk away. Domino and Deadpool and Pete are the only surviving members of the original X Force team. <laughs> Will Pete be back in the X Force? Why does he care about Pete so much? Because he's he's defenseless and he's his friend and uh, like you said, mustache. Okay, it's the allure of Pete's mustache. The survival elements of this is wibbly. So you must be Deadpool or Logan to survive. <laughs> No, because Logan dies, Chris. Do you remember Logan? Oh, yeah. He dies. Do you remember that, Chris? Do you remember as your I heart do. broke? I do. As your favourite superhero died? He's not my favourite superhero. It Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. Fuck you. Wow. I'm very angry. As far as survival elements go, I, I don't really want to get into it because <laughs> it's universe breaking. So, yeah. Any last words on Deadpool before we move on to the new section? I hope there's a Deadpool 3 and that Josh Brolin is in its cable and they have like a bromance, they which bro- Cable will hate and continuously fight, but Deadpool will aggressively pursue. Not aggressively because that's bordering on something that even a rated R film... <laughs> Would not allow. <laughs> would you be willing to sacrifice a Deadpool 3 for an, a good X-Force film? Or no. a good uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix film? I'd rather just have Deadpool again, please. Okay, because blood and balls and shit. Yes, he teabags Cable. What more could you possibly want? Accidentally. But it was still a teabag. <laughs> Great, Chris is smiling at me and now I'm uncomfortable. News? News? Let's start off with some... Oh, it's pretty sad news, actually. Oh, no. Margaret Kidder, who played Lois Lane in the Christopher Reeves Superman films, passed away this week at age of... 69. Uh, 69, yeah. Did you read about I this? I knew about this. Or are you just really good at guessing? No, I knew about this. She okay. was living at a funeral home in Montana. Yeah, so she's she's lived hard, shall we say, because um, she had a whole bunch of... Um, drug and alcohol problems and those probably contributed to her, her early passing but yeah do you have fond memories of her in those those early superman films i've never watched a full one from start to finish really i've only ever seen bits yeah i think you've talked about this before mm. okay you're missing out a little bit maybe a little bit i heard the first two are good yeah after that not so good <laughs> they become like comedies don't they yeah there's one good scene where superman fights an evil superman drunk superman fights clark kent in a junkyard i've seen a bit of that yeah i'm not sure if that's real or in the mind but it's a fair fairly good fight scene for the time moving on to other news chris agents of shield has been picked up for a sixth season 
which people weren't sure whether it would be would be picked up because I think it's kind of not running out of steam, but it's getting to. I think it's served its purpose in establishing it, and there are other TV shows out there like the Netflix stuff, which I don't want to say are better, but they're geared. They are better. You've not really watched Agents of the Shield, so you can't I watched make a the first episode and I thought this is dreadful. It gets better. You need you need to watch after the Winter Soldier happens because it it gets real good. And also, Squid Man, Chris. There's a Squid Man. Who the fuck is Squid Man? <laughs> He's brilliant. Ah, uh, I like that season a lot where the Squid Man arrives. <laughs> God, it's a fun season. But yeah, um, so it's coming back. But the runtime. Uh, the episode length that it's getting, uh, it's only getting 13, so far as I know, which I think is better, because sometimes, like with The Flash and Arrow, you've got 22 episodes to fill, and perhaps you only need, like, 10 to tell the overarching story that you're going for with, like, a villain like Reverse Flash or The Thinker in this season, and you've got, like, 12 episodes of, I don't want to say filler, but, like, character development that you don't really care about and okay. other things where you could just you know cut everything down yeah into 10 episodes and and do that legends of tomorrow that's in the arrowverse that's got a shorter number of ep- episodes i don't know whether that's a budget thing because it's got a bigger cast mm. even that though i think that was a bit too long you just you, you're happy with your 25 to 30 yeah. minute episodes no i'm not the time of the episodes i'm talking the amount number of episodes right. so I think 13 for a Netflix series can sometimes be a bit long. Do you reckon? Sometimes, yeah. There are slower episodes, especially like yeah. in Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Well, like thirteen, the second season of 13 Reasons has just started, but that has 13 episodes because it's 13 reasons. That's also the standard of a Netflix. I don't think they're being clever. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a reason <quite> an episode. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be on 26. Is it, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, there's no more reasons now. There's new things. They're out of reasons. What? Those pictures now. It's, it's, a, it's, a big, you... it's a big rape thing now that's going on. That sounds jolly, but yeah. not what we're talking Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. So y- you can trim some things down okay. with, with some of them. So yeah. yeah, I don't think that'll hurt Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all. It might improve it a little bit, but we'll see. More TV news, Chris. Rumour is, latest hot rumour, so hot... You need oven gloves to, oh, to pick don't, it up. don't, don't. <laughs> um, the Lord of the Rings TV show, uh, the Amazon TV show, might be focusing on uh, young Aragorn. Not kid Aragorn. But teenage Aragorn. Well, in the Rangers Aragorn. Not so young that he's irritating, but, but you know, like probably he's a ranger. That would be the area that I would focus on. Like he joins the, the rangers and does some shit. Do you know how old Aragorn is when he's in Lord of the Rings? 84. Is that precise? No. <laughs> but he's really old, isn't he? He's like, in, in like normal human years, he'd be an old crippled man. He's really old. I know Frodo in the book, the, the t- he's like 50 when he eventually goes on. The time between... Um, on the adventure, but that's in the books. I think he's... he's it's sped up in the in the film. I think the time between the Hobbit and the Fellowship of the Ring is meant to be about sixty years. And Legolas goes off to find Aragon then, and then when you get, let Aragon turn rocks up yeah. sixty years later, continuity he's still he's, pro- he's old man. In the books, he's like over a hundred years old. Have you read the books? I don't need to. I just know that. Have you read the books? <laughs> no. 
There's also, they've released the budget for The Witcher, or The Witcher's been given a budget TV series. Is it bigger like, than The Lord of the Rings one? It's like millions of dollars, it's ridiculous. Are they just trying to one-up each other? I think they are, yeah, it's, an, it's a humongous budget. Is it a million an episode? Maybe, it could be more, I don't know, it's ridiculous I, amounts. Last time I checked, that was what Lord of the Rings was oh my God. possibly going to be, so yeah. I look forward to that dick measuring contest. As do I. It'll be fun. Geralt and Aragorn. Who'd win in that fight? It's Geralt, Geralt isn't it? Because he's got magic powers too. Aragorn doesn't. No. So Geralt has magic. Yeah. And he can also dance. Can like, he? Like his fighting style is a bit twirly. A bit Aragorn's twirly. is punchy crunchy. Was Geralt's Geralt is just... elegant. Yeah. Even okay. in a dance off is Geralt. Ryan Reynolds. Definitely. <laughs> Um, last bit of news, mm-hmm. Chris. You might like this. Zombieland 2. Oh, it's coming out. Yeah, my brother told me all about this yesterday. What date? I don't know. Your brother didn't tell you that, did he? He told me the cast was Fuck returning. Fuck your brother. No, he's fine. Wow. <laughs> 2019 is the date that they're aiming for. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone. Uh, everyone's coming back. I think Jesse Eisenberg needs a win, especially after... Lex Luthor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that with voice? He he definitely needs a a, a popular a pick me up. Yeah, and going back to Zombieland is a really good film. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was meant to be a TV show. At some good point. job if it wasn't. If you want more fun Zombieland facts, then check out our older episode on Zombieland. But um, yeah, he he needs a win. And will you be willing to forgive the Lex Luthor stuff if he pulls off his usual? Hey, well, I'm just a bumbly shy guy. That does I a don't. Thing. I don't have as much problem with Lex Luthor as. You do, so... I take it very personal, Chris. I'm not overly concerned about it. I'm very concerned. But yeah, if he does his usual stick, then maybe I'll be willing to forgive him. Forgive him. Woody Harrison is the star of that film. Yes, I enjoy him. Emma Stone's also good in it. Are you going to say... Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to say everyone's good, yeah, aren't you? Everyone's good in it. Those zombies are really good as well. Chris, how do people get in contact with us? Ah, well, they can email us at wickedsurvive.gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, wickedsurvive. Or if you're listening or streaming or downloading or doing anything on this podcast right now, you've already found us. Yes. And we found you. We know where you are. No, we don't. Tell a friend as well. That always helps. And subscribe to the podcast wherever you may find us. That helps. I don't know how, but it, it, it Everybody does. says it helps, but... Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, people that also listen to us also listen to other podcasts. What? They do. Well, no, I refuse to accept that. Next week, Chris will be doing something else. I don't know what. Uh, maybe Han Solo. Maybe not. Maybe I'll re-release that episode that we did about the zombies in Star Wars. Death Troopers. Oh, yes, Death Troopers. That, that's fun. And also has Han Solo in it. Yeah. Until then, Chris, what do people do? They keep on traveling through time and changing everything. Goodbye! <laughs>